This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply about this Nets team is that they are playing quite simply like a very good basketball team. And, and what I mean by that is that we've saw that we've seen them play in the past, particularly when they had, you know, the big three with James Harden on the team where it was, it looked like a collection of superstars. It, it looked like an all-star team. There wasn't necessarily a lot of gelling between our great players, but there didn't need to be because it was just pure talent. But what we have now is a team, and again, all credit to Jacques Vaughn, where everyone is excelling within their roles. And that is from the superstars, Katie and Kyrie, down to TJ Warren, who's been a phenomenal third scorer, all the way down to the bottom of the roster, all the way down to the players that we have switching up and down between the G League. I mean, David Duke has been up and down. Dayron has been hurt and up and down. And that kind of a, a an existence for the Nets where you can rely on players up and down the roster, not only to do their jobs and to be role players or stars or what have you, but to do their jobs really, really well and have complete and com- full commitment and full buy-in. And that is what I think is the most exciting. And that is, you know, something that we do have to credit. And, and there's one name that is probably the most surprising of the people that have been able to do this on this list is Kyrie Irving. There was a lot of talk where, and, and I know Robin and I both, there, we both had times where we, we said things like, you know, I don't know if this team is better with Kyrie Irving. And I know my, the point that I always came back to was obviously this team is better with Kyrie Irving so long as Kyrie Irving buys into the system. And so long as Kyrie Irving buys into what it means to be a member of this team and not to be an individual and to be part of the collective. And he absolutely has. And he's done that within the way he plays basketball and he plays it beautifully. And so that's what I think is so exciting about this Nets team is because it looks like they're built for longevity. Maybe not 10-year longevity. This isn't the core of what I would consider to be an an unending world's longest NBA dynasty. But I can look now into the postseason, into later rounds of the postseason, and feel confident in saying that this team is not a team that anyone would want to go up against. And only the good teams, only the best teams in the NBA are going to be able to have any sort of confidence playing the Nets because – Quite simply, the Nets are just a phenomenally built, phenomenal basketball team that is playing well within their roles and just excelling. And the whole league has been put on notice and they deserve the respect that they were not given for most of this time that they've been on this winning streak. You know what I've noticed? The goalposts moving. Uh, you know, not only people not talking about them like they were like when it was burning and all that. And it's ah, the, the Nets are the worst. But uh, I, I have a, a friend who it just hates on the Nets, right? Like, actually, all my friends in this text group hate on the Nets. And his first thing was like, well, you haven't beaten anybody. Well, then they beat the Bucs and they beat the Cavs. And I'm like, do, do those wins count? Oh, no, you got to prove it in the playoffs. All right, fine. 
we all get that the Nets have to prove it in the playoffs, right? I think everybody's in agreement with that. Like, until this team, as is currently constructed and constituted, makes an extended playoff run, they have to show it. However, they do have two superstars who are champions. It's not like KD and Kyrie have not done anything when, when it comes to the, the, the NBA Finals. But it, it, it's just amusing to me that it was considered the worst failure in the history of sports. And that's what people were saying. And, and that was a, a message I received last night. You know, the, the Katie Kyrie duo is the, the worst failed experiment in the history of sports. And I just wrote back, experiment not over. Because the experiment is still going right Run now. Run it back. Run, One run more it. year. Run and, it back. All in for this year. And they're looking like the team that we thought they, the hypothetical team. They were always the best hypothetical team. If this, if that. And he said, well, you said the same thing last year. And I said, no. What I said last year is, if things can get right, that's not a team that you want to face in the first round. Stuff like that. But they weren't good. They were a playing team last year. This is a bona fide, good basketball team. That's not uh, an outrageous statement. It's a very rational statement. And saying otherwise is the outrageous and irrational statement. So I'm not counting any chickens before they hatch. I'm not starting any parades until they happen. But you you can't say anything other than this is a championship contending team now that has as good a chance to win it all as any other team in the league. Yeah, and I don't think any of us are getting ahead of ourselves as Nets fans. Nets fans have gone through it. Like just last year, we had 11-game losing streak. So to come back this year and beat that with a 12-game winning streak, it feels good. It's fun to sit down and watch a game every night, right? It's fun to see Utah. It's fun to see Joe Harris come back last night hitting shots. It's like, hey, the rich are getting richer. And, uh, you know, I'm going to give the chat some love. You know, I know you guys that have followed us and that have watched the Nets, you understand, right? It's like Nets, the, the Nets versus everybody. Everybody wanted to see the Nets fail. And we understand they haven't won anything yet. But this is what it was supposed to look like the last four seasons. We had some trades. We had some injuries. We had a vaccine. We had an actual pandemic and all that other stuff. And now here we are in 22, 23, year 10. It just seems like it's going right. So uh, giving the chat some love. Shout out to Jay from BK. Let me correct myself. Earlier, uh, a couple minutes ago, I said in the summer, I just wanted them to get in the room and be men about it um that's that's not right to say <laughs> jay from bk said it was clara wusai who spearheaded the whole meeting and i'm not surprised if if that is uh, now that i'm thinking about it i do remember hearing that and i'm not surprised if that's exactly what happened because men always need women to lead men always need to go to women for advice because what do men do we go to war we blow it up you know we fight we, we do the negative thing instead of settling our differences and figuring out what's best for business. And, um, you know, shout out to Will. Uh, Mr. Burn Notice doesn't even go by Mr. Burn Notice anymore. John, uh, Sade, I just saw you um, called the voicemail. We're going to have to give you guys like a whole 10 minutes because the voicemails are rolling in. What's up, Brandon, Jared? Rehala in here. Rehala is an OG. Um, we appreciate you guys because, you know, Talking Nets has gone through it in this four years since 2019 with this team and just trying to put out podcasts and build this brand. And the reason that we're still here doing this is because we want to see this team get to a finals. And I remember coming together with Hudson and with Robin saying, yo, I could scrap this project. 
I could give up this podcast, but what if this is the year it comes together? What if this is actually the year that they start to figure it out? Now, in the beginning of the season, it didn't look like that. But it's a long season, and we've got longer to go. I think this team can get better. I don't know if there's going to be a trade. Something I had in my notes was a conversation about um, uh, Jakob Podol. I saw some Jakob Podol trade rumors. I'm not really that interested. Like, who are we giving up for Jakob Podol? Um, And I saw a lot of Nets fans talking about it, and then we played against the Spurs last night and you know not to mention the Knicks again but if you I did watch the Spurs beat the Knicks and the Knicks are shorthanded but it's like right now yo (laughs) in this city the Knicks are on an eight game win streak they erased it losing five in a row the Nets are still winning and this streak can continue and I think it will but there's going to be some tests along the way whatever it's fun we want to see high level basketball I need to get back to the arena And I will. What else from my notes that I want to add in here? So, yeah, Joe Harris came back after missing four games with knee soreness. That's another shooter. Hopefully, you know, Joe, the team looked better without Joe, but hopefully Joe continues to find his way. Uh, KD got a haircut for the new year. That's big news. That's big news. He got a clean, fresh cut for the 2023, right? Goat year, Jordan year. We're trying to get to the finals. KD got a clean, you know, Caesar. There was points in time over these last couple of weeks where I'm like, come on, Kevin. I understand you're KD, but you got to clean it up. <laughs> you can't be young peas out there. He cleaned it up. And then last night, you know who shook the place, who rocked the Barclays Center? I swear, I was watching the game. I saw Utah miss that shot, and I looked away. I looked away because I was cleaning the dishes. I was in the kitchen. I looked away. And then when I looked back, I just see Nick Claxton running, Dayron Sharp, whole arena going wild. Kyrie should not be able to do what he did. <laughs> he's got a drug, a drug test coming soon. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Man, he's got that bounce. Um, he felt it. and he was, he was talking his shit. He's like, this is my shit. Put back dunk like that. Like, the energy is good. That might be highlight of the year. And two things I want to say before I pass the rock to you guys. They use that. When uh, Mbappe and uh, Hakimi, what's his name? Ashcraft. Ashcraft Hakimi. These guys are courtside. The stars are out to come see the Brooklyn Nets, right? This guy just played in the World Cup and had a ridiculous performance. He's coming to see KD and Kyrie. This Nets world has been built. Okay, a couple more things from my notes from yesterday. We, we just, uh, you know, Hudson just mentioned them drug testing Kyrie. Well, Donovan Mitchell dropped 71 last night. He's about to get that drug test. In the postgame, Kyrie said he knew that Donovan Mitchell was locked in because they were playing quads on Call of Duty earlier. And then there was a tweet put out there by Donovan Mitchell. Uncle Drew told him to take a nap. I guess Royce O'Neal was also on the game with him. Uncle Drew was like, hey, we got to get the nap in before the game. He listened. He went and broke Kyrie's record in Cleveland. Man, I mean, the universe is, you know, on tilt right now. I feel like there's a lot of good things happening in the NBA, in the Nets world. It's fun to be a Nets fan. Uh, the Nets are getting respect now in uh, every different way you could could get it. Like, there are people apologizing. There are people putting respect on their name, and it's awesome. The last thing I wanted to add from Kyrie, you know, pull up the uh, Nets depicted by SpongeBob pick. 
<laughs> when something crazy happens, Cam Thomas, he, he's just one of those guys. I know you guys all probably have a friend that's just low energy. 